Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to part two of our interview with the incredibly awesome Skip Stewart. Welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit Powered by Lyft. Before we get started with part two, head on over to www.liftaviationusa.com. Use the promo code FLYCOOLSHIT at checkout for 25% off most items on the website. All right, let's get into part two. I don't know why you yeah. shoot yourself in the foot like oh. that. But yeah, for a while, yeah, that's I mean, weird. it was... I mean, you know, that was 30. We were making more, more than that because I was putting that in my pocket and sending him the, the rest. You know, it was good. It was a good twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a year. Yeah. Hell yeah. It, it wasn't nothing. It's freaking sweet. Yeah. 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 Wow. We should do that with our, we should do that. Skip, we got to tell, we got to switch gears a little bit. No pun intended. Right. Uh, we have, we bought a, uh, a, uh, a car for the show and we should model that to her. We bought an El Camino. That's on a Chevy oh, yeah. Blazer chassis. It's a four by four. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> and it's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's a rust bucket, but we love it. It, we can it came with a mullet. It, it came with a mullet. Okay. He's got a mullet. <laughs> and an STD. <laughs> They're coming back, dude. They're coming back. The STDs aren't coming back. Gonorrhea is not coming back, but no. the mullet <laughs> is coming back. The mullet. Yeah, the mullet. <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah, you know, we, should, yeah, we get Horizon to make a car. I got a couple yeah. of yeah. restoration projects I'm working on. Uh, what do you got? What are you working on? I, I've got a the one I'm working on the most right now is a '57 Porsche 356 coupe. Ooh! And uh, I've seen your pictures on that. It looks sweet. Yeah, and I've also got a '56 uh, Ford F100 that I'm making into a '56 Ford F100 Lightning. Oh, sweet! Yeah. Putting all, all wow. lightning stuff in. I got a lightning engine for it, and uh, oh, so really digging it. Like a like a retro mod. Yeah, a resto mod. Yeah, it's gonna be a resto mod, uh, and the Porsche is gonna be a resto mod too. But they call that an outlaw. You know, I mean, I'm using all Porsche stuff in it, obviously, but I'm using the the yeah. best 356 engine and having it pumped up, and I'm putting disc brakes on it from a different model uh, Porsche, and I got the latest model Porsche transmission, and I put Speedster gears in it, and a and a billet diff. You know to uh, beef up the things that are known to be wrong with the car and um not yeah. really doing anything that i can't undo you know if the things start you know one day it's worth a million dollars if it's stock it can go back <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh it, it, it wasn't a numbers matching car when i got it so that devalues it quite a bit and um so i'm, I'm going yeah. more with the rod emery rod emery style with it and i'm totally into it but i bought a new house you know got the grass strip and new hanger and all that stuff and so it's yeah. the last for the last several months, I've, all my time has been going into that, but I can't, I can't wait to get back on that project. A lot of is fun. that in Memphis? Yeah, it's in Memphis. Yep. Nice, nice. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Well, as soon as you finish the Porsche and the F one hundred, we want to see P three. You'll race me with your El Camino. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all make it happen. <laughs> y'all, no, there's, there's, there's a little, there's a little. Problem yep. with the mullet bandit right now. I walked out there and there's power steering fluid all over the pavement. So we might have to do uh, well, steering. It's an, El Camino. <laughs> it's an El Camino on a Bronco. Parts are cheap. Yeah, go to the yeah exactly. He'll be back in no time. That's right. 
Well, that's cool, yeah. man. <laughs> what y'all gonna What are y'all gonna do with that exactly? <laughs> um, don't die. <laughs> go, go cruise. Go, Try not go to kill ourselves. Sonic with, go cruise the Sonic with your mullet. Yeah, we're, we're thinking no, we were gonna, uh, um, yeah, mobile uh, mobile podcast booth. Yeah, mo- like mobile podcast booth. We're, we're thinking oh, about oh, yeah. what we want to try to do is is uh, take over Oshkosh <laughs> with it and just like drive around, you know, hey, you could be part, just do crazy stuff. Ten, you could be part of 10 sticks. We'll get you out there. You know, I've done a. Oh, my oh, God. I've done an, I've done an act where I fly. Let's I fly do it. Knife, I fly an, I've flown an act where I fly knife edge into the back of a pickup truck. And the guy in the back of the pickup oh. truck takes a ri- takes a ribbon and it has a piece of uh, tape on the end of it, and he stuck it on my wing. And then I pulled up out of the back of the pickup truck and pulled this big ribbon out of there. Instead, we can just we use a it. mullet for you to we pick get, up. Like we'll, we'll get, get a wig of a mullet, and you can grab the <laughs> yeah, mullet. Stick yeah. it in the <laughs> we'll a stick mullet. a mullet wig. <laughs> yeah, we can come up with something. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Can we talk? Um, can we talk about P two a little bit? Uh, yeah. In terms of what um you're sponsored by Lycon. Shout out to Lycon. That's right. Lycon a couple hours Lycon. away from me. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah what kind of, hor- can you talk a little bit about the engine? Uh, yeah. I mean, as much as I know about it, it's, uh, it's a um, parallel valve, wide deck, uh, 540, uh, 11 to 1 pistons, cold air induction, Skydynamics exhaust. Uh, I run close to 3,000 RPM with it. Um it's got uh, airflow performance fuel injection, uh, you know, uh, uh, champion. All the ignition stuff's champion. Um, I, mean, I don't know what else. To, I don't know what to say about it. It's, it rocks. It, a three eighty eight on the dyno for the last one. Oh my god! Oh my god! Are you running electronic oh ignition on it? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'm not. I did run electronic ignition for a while, and uh, that's an interesting story. Gary and I both went electronic ignition, and we both had Ken at Lycon build our engines. And when I got my got mine back, um, I couldn't do. I couldn't make it through my nine minute routine without getting over 500 CHT GTS. Oh shit! And uh, so I and, and you you know you set the timing completely differently on that than you do with the normal magneto. You actually use a timing light and stuff at least on the type of electronic mission we had. So, uh, I just backed the timing off. Yeah, Cause you're getting, you're getting a spark for, I think, what was it like 10 more, 10 degrees more crank rotation, right? It just, it sparks a lot longer, right? Uh, spark, spark, it doesn't know the spark duration is less. Oh, you on mean on the magneto? Electronic is no, I mean, shorter. On... Oh, it's, I thought it's it was more longer. precise and more, nah, it's short. It's more precise and shorter. And, oh, okay. uh, it's, it's like, several i don't know like a thousand times stronger spark but it's much more precise than a magneto gotcha and uh and the, and the arc that it's jumping on the spark plug is is smaller as well you know because it uses automotive spark plugs instead of the big mass electrodes like an air, like an aircraft yeah engine normally uses but at any rate so uh, i was i backed off the timing until i could make it through a nine-minute routine without going over 500 cht and um but gary he he, he had so much uh, larger, you know, openings in his, in his, uh, cowling, a uh, lot more, a lot better cooling than I do with, with that, um, Delmar Benjamin cowling that I have. And so he didn't have the CHD problems. So he kept flying it. But what he had was the through bolts on the case were getting, got loose and then he, he tightened them up. And then I think a couple of them broke and he's like, I don't know what's going on. So he sent the engine back, uh, to Ken and found out that it had been, detonating like micro detonating or something and that's oh, what it put the stress on the case 
And so Ken did some research and uh, figured out how to uh, set set the timing, you know, with the timing light and everything. And uh, but before that, what he had done, my understanding anyway, is he had just increased the timing until he got the horsepower that they normally put out, you know. Uh, and turns out mm. that was like 30 degrees of timing, which is why. Oh, I was, my God. I see, which is why my CHTs were so high and why Gary's engine was case was coming apart. So then when he figured out how to set the timing on the electronic ignition, he realized that it was 30 less horsepower. He said, oh, if, he it, if he set it at 26 degrees, which is where we fly, it was 30 less horsepower. So he calls me up and he goes, man, I can't get this thing to make any horsepower. You want me to put mags back on it? And I'm like, well, if you, if you, if, if you need to put mags on it to make horsepower, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I, I think it has to make more horsepower with electronic ignition. Electronic ignition is way better. So Gary, he had the, he, uh, you know, this is the same time as his engine had gone back. And so Gary did some research and found a NASA study on the, on the differences between electronic ignition and magnetos. And it turns out that the fatter spark and the longer <laughs> the air duration, sh- the airshow police are in the background. <laughs> yeah. That's my ride coming back. Uh, but, that, but, but if you, the, the, the bottom line is I'll cut to the end. The bottom line is if you want to make the most horsepower that you can with the least amount of fuel, you want electronic ignition. So if you want to take your bonanza up and lean it out as much as you can and get as much horsepower with that lean mixture, in other, in, in other words, be as efficient as possible, you want electronic ignition. But if you want to burn as much fuel as you can to get as much horsepower as you can, regardless of fuel burn, you want a magneto. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. So for for is that, aerobatic competition, is that spark plug makes sense to just go full magneto. It's the yeah. it's the spark it's the spark plug size. It has a bigger gap, so it has a bigger yeah. bigger a bigger spark. It's not as powerful of a spark, but the duration of the spark is longer, and it burns a rich mixture uh, more efficiently than a electronic ignition little spark plug powerful short spark does. So you know if you got a Bonanza, you want electronic ignition. But if you've got an aerobatic airplane and you're running wide open, full rich, you want a magneto. Gotcha. Okay. What, is, what does that mean on a motor? I've heard that before where it's a wide deck um, engine. What does that Hell, mean? Because I, uh, uh, I have no one idea. Got, one, of them's got like, <laughs> one of them's got like socket head screws on it and one of them's got like bolt head screws. I don't know. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> some of them have a little collar that goes over the, I think a narrow deck has a little collar that goes over the base of the cylinder and a wide deck doesn't or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. And, uh, tunnel, he'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any reason, any reason why you're not using any wingtip smoke? Cause I don't know. I'm a big fan of the wingtip smoke. Uh, yeah. You know, um, it's messy. It burns. You know, when I first bought my pits S2S, I bought it from a guy named Dave Eastman and he flew air shows with it, I guess. I've never heard of him, but, um, it was red, white, and blue, and it had a blue cowling with white stars all over it. And it looked like somebody had put cigarettes up all over it. It was all burned. And it's oh, because shit. he used wingtip smoke. And when I recovered it uh, and I pulled the fabric off, you could see what color smoke it was. He had red on one wing and <laughs> blue on the other because the, the dye had bled all the way through the paint, all the way through the fabric to the backside. Uh, yeah. But I like, I like the wingtip smoke too, but, you know, you just have to buy those canisters and it burns the airplane up and... Uh, it, you know, I, I, I didn't feel like it, it was worth the effort and expense. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's complaining. You're the first person that's complained that I didn't have wingtip smoke. So 
Um, yeah, Jeff. I think it's cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Sean, though, we did smoke back in the day, right? I mean, he quit. He quit yeah. using it. Yeah. But, uh, back when he was one hundred collecting ten two twenty and Randolph sunglasses, he had wingtip smoking. It was cool as hell. Uh, I'm actually but, secretly yeah. hoping. I'm I'm hoping that you go to Oracle and get them to sponsor the, the P3 so that you can fly the the, uh, the Oracle well, P3. That, <laughs> that, that would be awesome. Oh we tried yes. For, I, I had some people trying for a while. I've got a I've got a fantastic uh, Monster Energy drink scheme where we tried to get Monster to sponsor it. It's 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 pretty wicked. Monster. Oh my yeah, god! We've been talking about Monster forever. Absolutely, I can't dream. believe they don't sponsor an act. You would be a fantastic we, sponsor for Monster. We, we, we got we got all the way up to the guy that that makes the decision, and when he found out it was an airplane, he goes, "Oh yeah, no, we're, we're not going to do it. We don't do aviation." What the oh. fuck? Why? Any reasoning or just like uh, I, I guess totally. I don't know. You would think they would. You would think they'd want to compete head to head with Red Bull. They do aviation, but I guess they just didn't want to get in that arena with them or something. I don't know. Ah. Oh. God. Sounds it, the, the, he doesn't sound the, very uh, uh, extreme. Was his name Kyle? And did he punch a sheetrock wall? Uh, I don't remember. What it was. <laughs> I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy that talked to him. I had a friend who was in marketing, and he just said, "Hey, if yeah. I get you a sponsor, you know, we give me thirty percent." And I'm like, "Yeah." And so he give you all of it. Worked hard on <laughs> it. He worked. He worked hard on it for a while. He talked to a bunch of different people, and you know, never could get anywhere. We I mean, look at Rob, best in the world, and he 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 he's gone through how many sponsors, and it's difficult right now to. To get one, it used to be back. Yeah, and to get a to get a major sponsor too, like you know, it's it's you have like some, you know, obviously you know any sponsor is is um, you know certainly I, I have no doubt any sponsor that is willing to put money towards uh, an air show routine uh, and 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 pilot is welcomed, but like, you don't see those big Absolutely. acts. You don't see the the oracles and monsters, even Red Bull. I mean. Uh, how many, you know, Brightling pulled out uh, a bunch of uh, uh, pilots. Red Bull, I think, has reduced a lot of their, I mean, especially, you know, they don't have the Red Bull air races anymore. So a lot of the, right. you know, like Kirby is like what Kirby and then, uh, you know, Coleman uh, is, uh, um, you know, they're Red Bull pilots. But yeah, yeah. It, it, you don't see those I, like I keep, big. I, I keep it. I keep waiting for Kevin to have Red Bull all over his airplane. I thought I would see that last year, but. Uh, yeah, Me the, too. the primary reason, my, my understanding is that, uh, back in the day when it was when I hundred collect and 10, two, two, 20 and the pizza squadron and the Pepsi and, uh, you know, you had Coors bullet, silver bullet and, uh, all, silver all that, bullet. Yeah. Back then, you know, Leo flew that, uh, back then it was all about impressions, right? An impression was worth a certain amount of money, uh, nickel and impression. So if you can say I fly in front of a million people. And that's normally worth five cents a person. And I'm going to give it to you for two cents a person. That's a big, that's a deal. And, and, and that's all that people needed was at the end of the year, you would say, this is how many people I flew in front of. And this is how many newspapers I was on the front cover of. And this is how many people bought that newspaper. And you show them a number of impressions and they divide that by what they paid you. And if it was less than the going rate, say to buy a, you can't, you know, well, you can't buy an ad on the front page of the paper, but, um, but that's how the, the, the pricing was done for advertisements, how many impressions you get. So if they felt, felt like that was a deal, that was kind of a tangible, that was a tangible now, thing. Now, yeah, now, yeah. now, now it's not worked that way anymore. Now they want to know, okay, if I'm going to give you this much money, I want to see when you fly in this area that sales go up by a certain percentage because they don't care about impressions anymore. They want results. And the other thing, the big thing that's a problem with air shows is that we do not have a specific demographic. Everybody talks about NASCAR. Oh, we should be like NASCAR. Well, NASCAR is like, you know, 
18 to 35 year old males or whatever is the demographic. So you can sell them whatever beer. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but for us, if you look at the demographics of an air show, it's pretty much just a broad spectrum of the, of society. You got people that own it's homes. Age, people age that five to home. 80. It's five to 80. It's five to 80. It's <laughs> men and women. It's, 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 uh, that's exactly right. You know, and it's homeowners and people that don't have a home renters and homeowners. And it's, you know, uh, from, from people that are on welfare all the way up to people that are one percenters, there's just no, there's no specific demographic. Yeah. So, you know, what do you sell those guys? Right. So it, it, I tried to problem. get, uh, I tried to get P- Pornhub to sponsor my air show act and it didn't go very well. Yeah. Oh, Mark's right? got a small penis. I always joke that. I always joke that if Tampex gave me a half million dollars a year, I would I would put that all over my airplane. All I need to do is tie a rope on the table. Hell yeah! <laughs> but, uh, when but, I get uh, my period, I choose yeah, the only yeah. one, and that is yeah, Tampax. Well, <laughs> well, right now, I think I think the best thing for me right now would be Cialis. Yeah, I go back. <laughs> there we go. One. But I, I'm the right age, I'm the right demographic. You know, right? You know, fly hard. I'll, you know, Cialis. I yeah, Cialis gets skip up. <laughs> Yeah, fly, fly hard. Uh, Skip can't fly above two hundred feet unless he takes it to Cialis. Yeah, uh, you need a little extra lift go, in your step. You know, we, <laughs> right? we got to do I mean, it. We, we got to go ironic. We got to go ironic, and then get like Michael Gooley in a uh, Propecia sponsorship. There you go. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, and the other thing, my last point, my last point about sponsors with air shows is that we don't really have uh, fans. Like NASCAR has fans, you know, everybody's got their favorite yep. driver, yeah. and we have fans. I mean, you know, uh, those of us who are in the industry that are fairly well known may have what do you I mean, like ten thousand fans each, maybe true fans who like would travel to the show just to see me. Well, but what we have are spectators. Oh, there's an air show in town. You know, the Blue Angels are there. And, yeah. You know, and they, they, there's a very few, very small uh, group that actually have their favorite air show pilots and are really into air shows. And they will drive 200 miles to go to an air show to see their favorite pr- right. performer. So that's the other issue. So that's why, that's what's against us in the sponsorship market. So you really have to find a CEO of a company who's a pilot, digs what you do, and likes your idea of building a carbon fiber biplane and just wants to help out. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, the, the air show pilots and I, there, there may have been, I mean, I, I feel like again, the, the Sean Tucker's of old, um, you know, even under Oracle. Sure. But certainly, I mean, I mean, well, you know how 1-800 happened, right? collect and yeah. Cause of, uh, cause of Wayne, right? Yeah. Wayne, Wayne, uh, Wayne had, um, the, Oracle uh, guy, what was it? What's his name? Larry Ellison. Larry yeah, Ellison. In his office. He had a. He was in his office, and in his office, he had a. I think it was a painting rendition of the Turbo Raven, and this is what I just. I, I'm telling you this from Wayne's story, telling me, and and he saw the airplane. Yeah. He's like, "What's that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's just a pipe dream." And he's like, "Tell me about it." And he told him about it, and then he said, <laughs> "Hey, know, how much? How much you need to make that happen?" And he made it happen, and he was Oracle, right? And he lasted for a year. And crashed, and Sean lost his 100 Collect sponsorship, and I don't know the story there, but they ended up switching from Wayne up to uh, uh, Sean. Rest is history. So, like yeah. I said, it's, a, it's, an, ama- it's amazing that, 
that digs what you do and wants to help out. You know, he's not advertising Oracle. I mean, who knows what that is? If you're not in the in a business IT <laughs> department, you, you know, what is Oracle? I don't know. I mean, that's the, that's the chick. On I used to right? always laugh. It used to make me laugh so hard at an air show, at like Fleet, like Fleet Week, San Francisco. I'm, I'm uh, really close to. I'm like 30 minutes east of Oakland. Um, so if you ever get an Oakland layover, uh, flying for uh, the Big Purple Box uh, Company, uh, hit me up. We'll go. We'll go do dinner. Um, yeah, cool. We'll do. We'll do some dinner one of these days. Um, and yeah, so man. Fleet Week, San Francisco Fleet Week, is my biggest. It's like I've been going there since I was a kid, and it's just so funny. I remember when Sean would fly, and they're like, "Are you?" Are you interested in, in you know, specialized business solutions? Go to oracle.com for more information. And it's like, what the hell is what? that? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that? Does your network need so, upgrading? Yeah. I was so <laughs> yeah. disappointed when I saw that. I went to look at his schedule uh, when I, you know, because I wanted to find shows to watch him fly. And I was so disappointed when I saw that, you know, he had a new sponsor and his airplane was not black anymore. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, oh yeah. hell yeah, now I, can, now I can have mine black. Yeah, I love black on <laughs> an airplane. I can't copy Sean, but that he's not was... black anymore. So, <laughs> And I, I feel like that airplane, like I, I that that was kind of the day where like, I mean, he got, he was in commercials. I remember seeing, I saw that plane everywhere. I, I remember seeing that airplane everywhere, like outside oh. of air shows. Like airplanes back then transcended, like R- Rocky Hill is a great example. That AOL Extra was everywhere that wasn't yeah. air show related. Um and you well, just don't see, you don't see that that transcendence of of air show. I mean, you don't have the major sponsors anymore either. But you just don't you just don't have that anymore. Well, Sean is is definitely the goat air show pilot. You know, nobody's ever going to be as successful as he was. I don't think uh, Wayne Newton because the time has passed. <laughs> he's a Wayne Newton. No, seriously, he's the Wayne Newton of the air show industry. I mean, I, really, it's like a he he was like he was I don't know. just I don't such know a. Wayne. I don't know. Wayne, I don't know anything about Wayne Newton, so I, 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 I don't. I can't. I can't relate. But I mean, he was know, just such uh, a unique, you know, John was, unique. John act. was on. He was on Oprah. Yeah, what? absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he was How? a legit celebrity. As as close he, tra- as he transcended the air show industry. Exactly. Exactly. Um, absolutely. He absolutely did. Yes. You know, he had the, he had the budget he had the budget in the marketing department and and he did a lot of really good stuff with the ICAST Foundation and uh, you know he, yeah. he did get, he did give back a lot and he had his hand in in a in a in a lot of uh, good things that and good things happened for him and I, I don't know that yeah. that's going to happen again you know Rob Holland is the best aerobatic pilot of all time but Sean Tucker is definitely will go down in history as being the best airshow pilot of all time. Yeah, I think so. Totally. I think so. And, you know, well, just yeah, you look at, you, you look at, if you, you look at, at, at how broad he uh, of uh, impact that he had, you know, there's just not anybody close. Yeah, yeah, and, and you put a microphone in front of him, and and uh, not too many people could come off like Sean does. Um, yeah, on camera, uh, on microphone. I mean, the, he just uh, had, he was just he. I mean, still is such a unique personality. Over the top enthusiasm, absolutely. Yeah. Now, wh- when are you going to wag your finger at him? I'm, I'm taking you all up in the sky with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not, man. I'm. I, I mellowed out. You know. I, like I said, in my 30s, I was in everybody's <laughs> face. But, and, the, and, and, and the truth is that once I uh, once I settle down, I say, you know what? 
I'm, I'm not going to deal with the drama anymore. I'm going to keep my head down. I'm going to fly my show and, and not, not, not swim upstream. And then that's when things started to happen for me. You know, that's when a couple of years later, I won the Bill Barber, a couple of years after that, I got the art show, which is my goal. And, and, you know, when I started that, that was like dream. And, uh, you know, so after that happened, all of a sudden I wasn't the black sheep anymore. People shut up because, you know, and then they're like, you know, you're going to, you're, you're going to kill yourself. Like, yeah, let me show you, where's your Bill Barber? Where's your art show? Yeah, maybe should you be telling me how to fly or, okay. Yeah. See yeah. You later. So yeah, yeah, I didn't have, yeah. To I mean, you've, you've done it all. Yeah. You proved yeah, it. Proved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to myself. Yeah. And, and now, and now you probably, uh, you know, you probably used to go to ICAST like, you know, hoping somebody would, would book you. And now you probably don't even book anything at ICAST. I didn't even go to ICAST this year. I went for the ACE meeting. I, I came home, had a couple of girls in my booth. Nice. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I haven't had, to, I haven't, I haven't even had to try to book shows in years. Uh, it's been a long time. I, yeah. I, I used to send, I used to send flyers out and cold call people and you know, all that stuff. I also used to put $50,000 on my credit card in the off season uh, you know, get my airplane ready and burning fuel and then hoping that I made enough money to pay it off as well. I mean, it's a, it's definitely been a lot different than the old days. It's like a farmer, you know, oh, it's you, you go into true passion, pay it off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I yeah. drove a Honda Civic until I had 300,000 miles on it so I could have an airplane. But, and that's, and that's the reason, I, I mean, that's, that's the primary reason that I wrenched on my airplane myself too, because I couldn't afford to pay somebody else to do it. You know, so I read a book on welding and bought a welder and practiced and, Start doing my own work. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Did you ever go to the Game Bird Factory? You, I I know you said you're kind of. Oh yeah, 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 been there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you ever fly to a Game Bird? I haven't. Uh, I could. Um, That's something I should probably do. Like I said, my wife's really good friends. We think you should uh, with Philip, and I'm good friends with (laughs) Philip too. You know, we can we converse every once in a while, and uh, uh, I'm sure he'd let me fly one. I went over there yeah. and, and went through the factory before they built an airplane. Uh, and then I went back and they had just, they had, I don't think they had finished building one, but they had, had it all set up. They had the paint booth. They had, then they were cranking out parts. I think they had one. It's an amazing factory. I, I mean, it is, it is right. I mean, and that's kind of like the same situation with, with Oracle. I mean, you, you got a guy. Yeah. You gets, you, yeah. Well, Stuart Walton, <laughs> I don't know if you know about him, all the airplanes he has. Yep. I mean, he's got, he's got warbirds and helicopters and he's got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I told just, this story one time. I've, I've told this story earlier. Uh, well, probably a few times now, but I used to fly for uh, NetJets and I flew the Phenom and I got a trip uh, taking a lady from San Francisco to Bentonville. And I was so mad. It was like, you know, I'm based here. It's like day six. I'm like, man, of course, like, of course I go like a third, you know, or more away across the country, like on the day before I'm going home. So I got to do like a long ass right. airline flight. Yeah, and okay. and I'm like, I've never been to Bentonville. Like, why am I going to Bentonville, Arkansas? And we're awesome. on short final. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I had no, I had never <laughs> been there. I had no idea about it. I'm on short final and a Spitfire and a P 51 literally buzz our airplane when we're like a quarter mile final. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And so I land and they're literally doing, I mean, I'm, I'm to this day and I, I like fly warbirds and have been involved with warbird organizations. I've never heard the gun ports whistle like <laughs> Stu flying the P 51 that day i couldn't freaking believe it i mean and j- their hangar was insane and actually that's when i met philip for the first time it was really cool he had the prototype uh, game bird he was going to do a demo but it was like one of the family members uh was having a wedding and i was flying this lady in for this wedding and they had they just literally had their own makeshift air show that day i was I, it was in heaven couldn't believe it yeah it's that's such a cool little airport 
It's such a cool airport. And it's amazing because it it's like awesome town. Benville's. Bell Pound's built. Yeah. It's built up. Like, it is. It looks brand new. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a Walton town. You can it's tell. It's like going to Pleasant, It's like Pleasantville of the this era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I got I, I got wait, an email. Gamebird keeps coming up. No, go ahead. Uh, uh-oh. No, you're oh. good. You got an email? Uh, oh, yeah, I was, I was just about to tell a story. I, I just got a crew notification. I thought that I, my showtime was in a minute, but I was looking at the wrong trip. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, I got an email. I got an email. I get I get emails every once in a while, you know, out of the blue. People like, you know, uh, we're having a RC fly-in, and we'd like like you to come perform. How much will you charge? You know, and then I tell them, and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, okay, we can't afford that. So I get this email one time. <laughs> this guy says, I'm having, a, I'm having a family picnic, and I was, you know, curious if, if you could come fly for us. And, uh, you know, I always, you have to answer it. Right. So I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I can give you a deal. I can do it for this much money and thinking I'm never thinking they're going to do the same thing as the dozens I've had before. Oh, and he's like, okay, you know, do you need me to send you a check now? Or, you know, and can you take care of the aerobatic back box for us? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, okay. You know, so he sent me full money and, uh, and I set up the aerobatic box and everything. And, uh, they, they didn't have a runway. It was just over a hill. So I flew to the airport nearby, you know, and texted with them. And they're like, okay, yeah, can you be here in 15 minutes? I'm like, yeah, you know, so flew over there, flew the show. There was like 50 people there maybe. And then I flew back to the airport and switched back over to ferry mode because I guess flew home. And when I get home, phone rings and it's the sheriff. And she's like, did you just fly an air show uh, in Arkansas at this, you know, and I'm like, uh, yes, ma'am, I did. She goes, okay, well, we had a complaint that an airplane crashed and I called the FAA and they said it might be you. I'm like, yeah, it's me. And they said, do you mind telling me who, who you were, who you were flying for? And I said, yeah, his name's Stuart. I don't know. Uh, hold on. I'll get my email. I got my email. I'm like, yeah, Walton. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. The Waltons. No problem. Okay. I'll just give them a call. Thanks. And then it hit me. Oh shit. I was flying. <laughs> I had no idea that I just flown for the Walton family. Oh, that's Walmart. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Funny. I mean, I was oblivious. <laughs> Cause I didn't need them or anything. I just got a check in the mail. I went over there and flew. I was like, oh, shit, man, I, didn't have no, I, I should have charged more money. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I'm going to have to wait for this check to clear before I do the show. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm just imagining, like, yeah, I'll handle, I'll handle the paperwork for the aerobatic box as the transponder goes to off. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I made a box. I, I made a box. I flew it another couple of times, too. Uh, they got a runway there now. It's their family farm. And uh, last time I went, I, I got to hang out with the family. And it's funny, you know, the richest family in the world. You wouldn't know it being at their show. It's it's hanging out with them. It's pretty fun. That's I cool. Had yeah, much grounded. I had a little too much to drink and kind of made an ass out of myself. So I hadn't been invited back. But... I oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a rough time. In my life. Oh, my gosh. I used to drink. Send, send them a model of the airplane. Here you go. Yeah, cinema. Yeah, send one of those oh, Horizon P uh, pre threes. You know, well, there's there's always Target, so you got that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm shopping at Target from now on. Screw you, Waltons. I'm gonna go to Target with the so dog. what's Skip? What's next? Or any? I mean, you're you're at the you're on the Mount Rushmore of air show pilots aerobatic pilots what do, do you have anything aspiring next that you want to do 
Uh, you mean other than air shows or in the air just like, yeah, like in anything, all the above, anything, anything that you're aspiring to do that you oh, haven't, man, I, haven't achieved I, yet. I, I, I'm living the dream. I, I, my problem is that, uh, you know, in my youth, when I set my goals for my life, I aimed way too low. So, uh, I've, I've got more than I ever thought that I would have. I mean, you know, fortunate that I've had the success I've had in the air show industry, never expected that. And, uh, I mean, you know, I, anything, anything more than what I have right now would, would, would just, uh, would be, um, you know, asking for too much. I bonus. think, uh, yeah, I, I, I like, bonus. I'm, into, I'm into, I'm into restoring car, the cars, you know, I'm going to keep flying air shows as long as I'm relevant and I still enjoy Do you fly any that. gliders? How do you feel about gliders? I have flown a glider. Yeah. Me and a, me and a buddy of mine in college flew a Buker Jungman at treetop high, uh, from Nashville to chill Howie. And he was all excited about showing me a glider. So flat us open cockpit biplane diving down in every field and r- rolling and just you know having a big time and then i get in this glider and i'm sitting there you know looking at a piece of yarn and i'm like what you know what the hell you know it's not it's not my jam but now that i've gotten yeah. older you know uh i mean i got into sailing a little bit when i lived in pensacola and so now i can kind of see at the time in my youth i didn't understand the draw and the nuance of a glider and what it's all about sailplane right and, uh, you know, I was into hair on fire, hot rod stuff. Uh, but, yeah. but now I can see myself in, in, enjoying it because it's definitely, you don't have to lie. You know, we, Mark air. and I, we hate gliders. We, we despise <laughs> I'm them. I'm not lying. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting I'm, here. I'm, think- I'm, 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 I'm being honest. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not the guy kind of guy to tell you what you want to hear. I'm being honest. I can see the draw to it. Right. I mean, I can see the feel on the air and find the thermals and, you know, it's a very sensitive, thing where you're one with the airplane and the environment and like sailing. So, I mean, I, I can see the draw and, uh, but it's, it's not something that's on my bucket list. Yeah. We, we, we are, we're a big tongue in, I mean, at least I am <laughs> a little tongue in cheek. Uh, I, I would go, for, I've never flown a glider. I would totally go fly a glider and, and I get, I get the appeal of like, there is something like, I'd love to go to Minden, Nevada and, you know, like just do a bunch of thermaline and like, just hang out and have it be nice and quiet and, you know, kind Bob, of kick Bob back Carl and relax and, and be one. Yeah. yeah. Oh Bob yeah. Carl I mean, like I, mean, I would, I would love to kick in a pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's got a nice little, yeah, I'd do that. Absolutely. <laughs> that thing is sweet, dude. Every time I see a picture of that, I'm like, man, that's freaking sweet. Would you that ever, so would, cool. you, would you ever come back to the IAC and fly like the four minute free or anything? Um, oh, good question. Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I get my ass kicked. Everybody can see how shitty a pilot I am. Last time I flew the Nationals, I came in last. I, but I, I got a low, low. Yeah, I got a low, low. Skip Stewart got a low, low. I don't believe it. <laughs> you right. can't give Skip Stewart a low, low, dude. Yeah, I got a low, low and zeroed and, you know, came in last. And uh, I, I saw it as a sign of, you know, I mean, this is the wrong place for me. It's just not, it's not my jam. But uh, yeah. I did. I flew IC for a little while. You know, I won a contest. The only contest I flew in S2S, in my S2S, and I, I won it. I've got a couple of pits trophies, but I'm definitely not. Um, I mean, I did that because you have to, right? I mean, I don't think you could be a good airshow pilot without competing in IC and, and a little doing background, some yeah. It's uh, it's uh, important. I mean, you got people watching the boundaries, and you got it's really precise. You got three three to five guys. Uh, scoring you and you get done is almost immediate gratification. You see exactly what you're doing wrong. And 
I mean, the precision of the environment is important because if, if you've never done that and you're just flying air shows, then I think you're missing a big part of what precision aerobatics is all about. And, uh, you know, because when I fly my air show, it doesn't look precise, but you know, obviously the, the, the wind correction. I don't know. I mean, when I, really important. when I see your, your show, I, there's, there's some arresting in it. I mean, I know a lot of the vertical uh, rotations you do, you know, there's some arresting mixed in with that. You know, I, I really like your show, to be honest. I think it's, it's a good mix. I oh, do too. Well, well thanks. The level does. of control is incredible. It's no, it's, yeah. it's incredible. Like, yeah, it may, it may not be, um, a strictly arresty figure routine, but that's, it's not what it's meant to be, but well, it's in terms of control like precision per, per, is I, very high. Pers personally, I don't like that. You know, a 45 degree line takes up too much room because if right. you get too far away from the crowd, they're not going to, they're not, it's not going to be fun. So I prefer a little steeper climbs and a little steeper descents than 45. And also if you do a perfect axial roll, that's also boring. If you barrel the roll, the smoke makes a trail and you know, it looks more out of control and people think, yeah. oh, you know, he does shitty rolls. I don't do shitty rolls. I do rolls that that a ordinary person that's not an aerobatic person would find more entertaining. Uh, yeah. And, and that's what and that's who I'm that's fair. for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I, I don't think a know, lot of people know you, that, you do that, though. Yeah, you got you got you got figure skating, right? You know, you're doing the perfect. That's basically what I see is. And you're doing the perfect lines and all that kind of stuff. And then you got, you know, a balloon that you blow up and you let go, goes through the room. Which one's more fun to watch? You know I mean? It's you. I like <laughs> seemingly out of control. I like are you, seemingly are you out of saying control. that you have not I watched the, fear. you, <laughs> go ahead. you haven't watched the Olympic doubles. Come on. <laughs> you haven't been glued to your TV watching Olympic double figure oh, skating. I, I, I prefer the curling. I like the curling. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> me too. I don't know why. Curling, curling is, is like being a boundary judge. I can't take they're that. All, they're the they're all ex-boundary judges, curlers. <laughs> curling, <laughs> curling team's all boundary judges. Oh, my God. Skip, is it is it safe to say that you don't have a low show routine? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, my, uh, I, I, there's two maneuvers that I take out when I do a low show. Yeah. I can do my whole show in, in uh, about 800 feet without a couple of vertical maneuvers. The two maneuvers he's talking about is getting to the show and leaving the show. <laughs> well, I can't, I, I, I can't do the, I can't do the four point roll to the double hammerhead because that's at a thousand. And, uh, I can't do the torque roll, you know, cause I like to see 1500 before I start backing it up. Uh, other than that, yeah. I can promise you everything. There was a show that they told me that the ceiling was a thousand feet. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. And then I took off and, and, uh, the first, uh, I, I did a half cube into the 45 with the tumbles on the downline. I went in the clouds, it, you know, it, oh, the ceiling was like 600 feet and I felt bad, oh, crap. You know, but they, you know, they asked me what the ceiling was and I'm like, uh, you know, it's 600 feet. And then they scrubbed Rob Holland who was after me. But I mean, you know, I, I guess I could have just said rolls. Got him. Said it was a thousand. I felt bad afterwards. I was like, I guess I should have just told Rob it was six hundred and told the air boss it was a thousand because I kind of cost everybody the rest of the show. But, no, so you go, you go up to Rob, you stick, you stick your finger in his face, and you say, "That's what you get." <laughs> I, know, I like Rob. <laughs> you know, Rob and I are friends. Rob and I kind of came up at the same. We time. love Rob. I flew shows back when he had his S two C, and then when he had his Ultimate, uh, we were doing a lot of the same shows together. 
Oh, that reminds me. It's yeah. awesome. Because there's a we really cool there's love a you, really Rob. cool video of you flying a uh, a Pitts twelve online. What do you think of that airplane? Uh, it's not an airshow airplane. I uh, yeah. I, I, I was when I first. It's my buddies. I still I still can fly it whenever I want to. And when I first started flying it, you know, I thought, okay, well, instead of right rights, I'll do left lefts, and it'll be just as yeah. safe as an S, as an S two S. You know, because if you do, I don't do any. Well, I'll do one right forward stick left rudder maneuver and it's on a vertical, but I don't do any left rudder, right forward stick tumbles because they're unpredictable and I can't do them at 800 feet. They just, they so, tighten. Uh, yeah. Well, they're unpredictable. So, you know, you, you can't, you can't, you don't know how it's going to come out and everybody rolls out them at the end. So that it looks like they knew what they were doing, but they, you know, it's, it's going to be different, but it, especially in the yeah. pits, but anyway, so I, so I, I've, I was low level and thing. I was flying it just as hard as I, fly my my pits and i was just doing left lefts instead of right rights and kicking ass and everybody was like oh my god it's awesome the guy that owned it's like i'm gonna call sun and fun you gotta fly this show at sun and fun man it's so awesome and it does night high off a knife edge way better than my airplane does i don't know if you've ever seen uh jacob hollander do it he he in his model 12 i mean the high off a knife edge uh takeoff that he does is everybody does one now they all they all want, used to want to be Sean Tucker. Now they want to be me. So I can't really be upset about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's, but, it, but he does it. It's phenomenal. I mean, I went and shook his hand. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're, you're the king now. That's that airplane just does it really well. But at any rate, uh, I stuck a guy in the front seat and uh, went up to fly with him. And that thing grabbed a hold of me and didn't let go. And I thought I was going to die. I mean, I, I, it started spinning. I did a left, left tumble and it just departed controlled flight and started upright flat spin. And I put in the recovery and I'm standing on the rudder and it's still spinning. It did like three turns. Oh shit. We're about, we're about to die. I mean, we're, I was literally a rotation probably from being dead. And I'm, and I, you get to that point where you're like, what I'm doing is not working. And questioning yourself. Am I, do I have my foot on the right rudder? And I was like, shit. And I mean like a microsecond before I was going to switch feet just to try to save my life. The air hit the rudder. It came out pull as hard as I can to miss the ground landed and I'm like, fuck that airplane. Well then Gary Ward wow. about Gary Ward. I don't know, like a year later or something, he, he starts flying. Um, uh, what was his friend's name? Who, who crashed? Uh, Greg, Brian Jensen, Brian Jensen. Yeah. No, Brian, Brian Jensen's also a really good friend of mine. He had the wobblies, but this, the, air, the airplane did the same thing, right? The party control flight, upright flat spin. Exact same thing it did to me. Oh, and, and, was it the yellow uh, one? Yeah. He had a wolf pits. <clears throat> um, Greg Carell. No, is that right? No, that's not his name. Oh, anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the blue one. Yeah, he had, had like a Warbird scheme on it. Well, he had a Pitts Model 12, yeah. and Gary was Gary was flying it, and he was talking about how much he loved it. And I said, man, you got to be careful with that airplane. He's like, what are you talking about, man? I flat spin it. It's great. You know, I really like the airplane. I'm like, it'll grab you and, let, and not let go. It's not safe to fly low level. Make sure you have some altitude. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, there must be something wrong with you when you're flying, blah, blah, blah. Well, a couple of months later, he came up to me. He's like, man, you were right. He goes, that thing grabbed a hold of me, and I didn't think I was going to get it out. And, you know, it's, you know, it, it scared me. And I'm like, yeah, wow. I know. That's the problem with it. You get confidence in it, and you know, you should, but it's definitely not a low-level airplane. And uh, Jacob Hollander, you know, he flies his really well, but he flies it high. And he also did what I told uh, as soon as I flew the airplane uh, the first time. I said, the tail's not big enough, and he's a bigger tail on it. And, um, 
I told Kevin Kimball that, and he's like, oh, there's a formula, Skip. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, yet there's a formula for how big the make. I said, I don't care what the formula is. I just flew the thing. The tail's not big enough. Well, uh, Jacob Hollander put a big tail on his and a big rudder on his. So I, I feel like that's a lot safer airplane. Because once that prop takes a hold of it and gets that thing into yeah. a flat spin, you need a, you need more tail authority to get it out. It's just tail's not big enough. And um, But I think Jacob- Is it just so much mass in the front being so heavy with that M14? Well, it's, yeah, it's got that 10 foot diameter geared prop on it. And, and once yeah. you get into that position where the prop, I, I, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know uh, for sure, but this is just my feeling is that you got that big flat plate prop out there. And when you get into a certain position where it blanks the tail out and, and, and it starts rotating from the prop and the tail's not involved anymore, it takes a long time to get enough air over the tail to start flying again. Jeez. And it's yeah. unpredictable unpredictable so now when i fly it i still fly it but i don't do any tumbles with it anymore i fly it like a p51 I look like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah only because i don't want to die i've heard you <laughs> yeah and I, well, i've heard like um i've heard it's a it's a really stable airplane and i've heard people say you know it it, it lands like a super decathlon and if you fly it like one it, it it'll it stays pretty safe meaning like you're not tumbling a super d you know at least most people don't tumble no, super I, d no it's a, it, it's a <laughs> It's yeah, I mean it it it's uh it's not a it doesn't fly like it's not nimble, you know, but um it's got a lot of power. It climbs like my pits. Um with feels feels like it, you know, a lot of power when you're climbing. It's got a lot of mass when you're rolling it, it's hard to stop. You gotta use use a lot of opposite aileron to get it to stop. But uh it's a big hoss airplane. I mean it's a fun it's a fun plane to fly. The fuselage is kinda big for me, it throws you around a lot, you know, when you're maneuvering you got a long yeah. way to accelerate before you hit the side and stop so it kind of beats you up but, uh, but they're cool yeah. but but it's not a i don't think it's a good air show airplane yeah, it's definitely not something that you want to fly low level like i do my, my is2 it doesn't have a good record uh yeah no, look at it, I mean, it doesn't a have a good of, record a in air shows. Spun in. a bunch of them have spun in yeah well not just the air show ones i mean there's there's been i don't know how many that have spun in no there's been and several outside weird. yeah 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 for sure yeah. Whew. Well, we've we've it's taken best, best I've ever seen. It. His routine was really yeah. No, his routine was his routine was great. Um, yeah, I've always really enjoyed the Model Twelve too. It's it's a it's a fun airplane to watch. It's a beautiful airplane to watch do aerobatics. Yeah, those M fourteens though. They're, yeah, they're not. It's not an air show engine either. It's like a Sukhoi. You know, Sukhoi's no. up there and it's doing plus twelve minus. You know, it's doing all this stuff that you know the pilot's barely conscious and it sounds like somebody's mowing grass <laughs> yeah <laughs> right it's it like, is a tractor it's engine match, but I'm like, it's a- yeah <laughs> you know, it doesn't sound like he's <laughs> the shit out of that airplane <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah you're even just- even an m14 wound up it doesn't sound it just doesn't sound like a like a lycoming wound up or, or a pratt wound up you know the pratt's got the prop noise yeah, and true. Thing. You know, they sound great that's a yeah pratt's a great yeah. a great didn't, air show didn't Jurgis put like that exhaust he put like each each yeah. cylinder had an exhaust about, coming out of the cab yeah, to make it better yeah like a six inch <laughs> exhaust straight out of each cylinder and it still sounds like a tractor yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's oh, man. My, my fedex delivery is that oh no Jurgis is flying okay Shit. How is Jurgis? <laughs> obviously, Mark and I have never met him, but is he? Uh, what's he like? Um, 
he's a blast. Yergi is awesome. <laughs> he is, he he's is a freaking he animal. Is awesome. He brought a couple of girls to Oshkosh one year, Eastern European girls, and they took they each took a a uh, I can't remember if it was a yellow shirt. I want to I want to say it might have been a bulldog shirt. It's probably a yoga shirt, but they took they each took one T-shirt yeah. and made an entire outfit out of it. Oh, you know, that's awesome! <laughs> so it's just hanging, it's just hanging off their boobs, you know. And then they they made a skirt out of the bottom part of it. They tore the sleeves off and tied them around the arms. And uh, and they're out on the flight line at Oshkosh, and everybody's just falling over themselves. And uh, that's awesome. Bring uh, that back. Uh, yeah, Gene uh, Susie's uh, <laughs> show cat was there. And Yergi's like, hey, you like my Yergi girls? Hey, you like my Yergi? I'm like, yeah, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Yergi so, girls. Anyway, my Yergi, you like my Yergi girls? Okay. okay. And uh, so they, they get up on the top of, uh, of Gene Susie's airplane up on the wing walk rack, right? And they're all pausing for pictures, you know, and stuff, posing for pictures. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they didn't have any underwear on. And I, and I, <laughs> I thought that. I thought the guys were going to crash their cars driving the flight line. I mean, it was a <laughs> Yergi's awesome. And we've never seen Jesus oh fly harder than that. Yergi girls, dude. Yeah, that's, that's what we got to name the episode. I've flown, a lot of, I've flown a bunch of shows with him all over the world. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. Oh, that's cool. I there loved watching ride. his old videos of there's your ride again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loved watching all the all the hot voltage videos of him and, and all those uh, Grand Prix uh, days, man. Like he, oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got animal. a team. Man, man, he was an animal. He's got a team team called the Air Bandits. You know, there's like, I don't know, three or four of them fly together. It's a really good show. Uh, they've yeah. got all kinds of different airplanes. He's got that that Yuka. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Yeah, he, he I was going to say, like, another brilliant dude, just on another level. Well, yeah. he was part of the design team for the Sukhoi. Yeah. Uh, and he designed the Yuko, which is basically like a metal Sukhoi. And uh, he, he could fly the crap out of that. Uh, but yeah. he's, he's he's awesome. I haven't seen him in a while. Last time I saw him, I think, was, uh, I think we flew together in Australia maybe four years ago. I haven't seen him since. And he invented I'd love to see him do a U- Cobra, U.S. routine. Right? He was the first person to really do the Cobras. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the video of him going under the bridge where he does like the snap yep. and half inverted and goes under a bridge yeah. with a bunch of, like yeah. They, he's, he's, snap and half he's, inverted he's and rolls out of it on the other end. Yeah. No, he's went, he's went, uh, he's a freaking animal. I went to you a safety briefing oh. at ICAS one year and, uh, you know, all the aces are in there and a lot of performers and they had hired this guy. Uh, I think he's Air Force or whatever. And he's going to give us this safety briefing. And he starts off and he starts basically talking crap about people that put jet engines on civilian airplanes. And he shows Jimmy Franklin's airplane. And, oh, uh, it, you know, and, and I'm like, dude, don't you know your audience? Not you a know, good start. This Not a good like, start. You know, like, so I'd already didn't like the guy. And then he shows that video of Jurgis <laughs> going under the bridge. And he's like, how many people, a show of hands, how many people in here think that he could do that, you know, a hundred times out of a hundred? And I raised my hand. Yeah. I look around, nobody else <laughs> there. It's probably, it's probably 200 people in there. And, you know, because I thought yeah. it was a serious question. And then he starts poo-pooing him about, you know, risk management and shit. And so I, left, I got up and left. I walked out. You know, you know what a lot of people don't realize Jeez. with that video is, I forget, I think I was talking to Nikolai about it. And 
the um, before that bridge, there was another bridge in front of it or land in front of it. So he didn't have a lot of time to get down. And then like on right. top of it, instead of just no, that was his way of getting it, down. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, instead of just getting down and rolling, like, it's like, I'll get down and then I'll just flick it. No big deal. And then yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll do an yeah. outside snap and I have to invert it. And yeah, that's yeah. Yergi, man. He was awesome. Me and, <laughs> me, and and, me and Jurgis and Jim would brief, you know, uh, Jim Leroy really liked briefing before we did the 10 sticks act. We walk with our hands. He would have like a, you know, a cell phone for show center and another like a pencil for the pyro. And he'd have the end markers and we'd go through the, all the everything. And Jurgis, you know, Jim would look over, you know, Jurgis, what are you doing right now? He's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. No, I'm here. I'm here. And we, yeah, Jurgis was never where he was supposed to be or doing. Was like, no, no, it's okay. No, 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 I'm here. I'm here. It's okay. It's okay. So, and then you, and, and then you fly and you would think, you know, Jurgis doesn't have any idea what the routine is. I, I'm not sure that if he didn't speak English very well or what, but, <laughs> but when he was supposed to be somewhere, he was there every time, you know, we did a bunch of crosses, right? Show center crosses and they're hard to get. And I pull up on the end and I'd, be doing my tumble or whatever and I look over and like what is Jurgis doing he's way the hell over there he's never going to get back and I then I come out and come back and here he is boom ready to show center I'm like man Jurgis all right he's, he's a great guy <laughs> I, I <laughs> so have, awesome I have new Yogi girl here I have to impress <laughs> Yogi girl, girls dude that's the best thing that's the funniest thing I've ever heard I want to put that on a he's shirt awesome. <laughs> God. You know, and what always amazed me about him is every ink cockpit video of him. I swear to God, it looked like it looked like some guy on a couch eating Cheetos. It did not look like somebody <laughs> like wrench, you know, like j just beating the crap out of themselves doing aerobatics. It was always just like he'd like look around, look on the left wing, look around, look at the right yeah. wing, like just with doing that, all this crazy that stuff. And just he got on, it looks. He's got that very yeah. like, World War One looking helmet, right? I mean, he looks very yeah. Don't, don't like, he's like, Russian though. Time traveled from a yeah, South yeah, with yeah. camel. It, <laughs> yeah. You tell him he's Russian. He goes, no, I am not Russian. No, I'm from Lithuania. I only travel in my mama's belly from, from Lithuania to Russia, where I came out. But, but I'm, I'm Lithuanian. Like, that's not the way it works. I'm here. Lithuanian. No, no, here. If you came out of the womb in Russia, you're Russian. Oh, no, no, no. I'm from Lithuania. No, no. It's funny. He's a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh that is so funny man well skip we've had you almost two hours i knew right. that was gonna happen almost two hours i knew it i know every time we talk about like, oh you never know it could go longer and like you don't plan yeah. and then it's like oh it's two hours <laughs> <laughs> um well cool man thanks before for we get me. you oh we're, we're so happy yeah. to have you thank you so much for coming on um you do you want to um you know Oh, we'd love to have you back on anytime. Any like honestly, anytime. if you want to come, um, like if you want to start, uh, you know, as uh, the air show season starts ramping up, and if you want to do any promotion uh, or for anything, um, you know, people do actually listen to this podcast, so it might be worth it might be <laughs> worth coming on back on. But um, <laughs> we we love you. Everybody uh, is going to love this podcast. I'm so excited uh, to have everybody listen to this podcast. Um, cool. Do you want to? Um, promote any of your sponsors or, or anything that you've got going on? Where can people find you or how can people follow you? Uh, well, you can just Google skip Stewart, believe it or not, but, uh, skip Stewart airshows.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, pretty easy to find. Uh, uh, I, I, as far as sponsors, I mean, uh, obviously Lycon, 
whirlwind propellers, uh, champion aerospace, uh, softy parachutes, uh, Behringer wheels, uh, and tires. Uh, there's so many I'm, I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble because I don't have them all memorized, but, uh, they're all on my website. And, and for the record, I, I don't promote anything I don't believe in. Uh, I've had, I've had some sponsors get really upset with me because I, you know, they, they gave me something and then I badmouthed it, but I gave them an opportunity to make it right. And I'm like, Hey man, you know, I, 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 I it didn't come with yeah. any promises. So if, if I'm using it, it's good and you can count on it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we'll, um, we'll link, we'll link your website, uh, in the show notes to the podcast and, uh, um, we'll, okay. we'll give a shout out to, uh, the sponsors and make sure that, uh, that, that there's Concord links to the sponsors. Batteries, and, Oregon and, Aero, Sky Sticks, Sky Stick Starters, Airflow Performance, BNC Alternators. Okay. I got most of them there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. It's been fun. Thanks, Thanks, man. Thank you so much, Skip. We really appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll love to talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 